Welcome into the session with Londa and David. This is the program that makes sense of the world and your world. Grab a cup of something delicious. This is what you tell me, Londa. Mm-hmm. And join us at our table. There's always a seat for you. That's right. My name's David Austin. <laughs> I'm Londa Sherwood Austin. Welcome back to the session. I got to tell you, we took a couple of months off doing the session as we retooled the focus of the program. The session for the last two years has been a business focused podcast. And that's great. But that doesn't touch every single one of our listeners' lives. Well, that's very true. Yeah. So we're here with uh, with a reworked, revamped program. We've missed you. Uh, some of you have followed along on our radio show. That's right. Austin's the last, on the air. For the last year. And so we're smashing it together and making a beautiful mashup. And here we are. And as we've said before, we are the Austins. And now we're on the podcast air. That's right. I I love that. Hey, before we get too busy into the show, let's take a look at news now. It's a hot day in Baton Rouge, and I'm not talking about the forecasted record high temperatures all across the Gulf South. LSU's Fighting Tigers baseball team has won the College World Series for a seventh time by beating the Florida Gators 18-4 in Game 3 of the championship series. The Tigers set a College World Series record by racking up a record 24 hits. 24, Londa. I know, it was In the final game. An audio recording of former President Donald Trump appearing to discuss a classified document with staffers and a biographer is released to the media. The audio follows excerpts released in the transcripts generated by Trump's indictment. Trump calls the release an exoneration, while opponents say this may well be the smoking gun they need. Meanwhile, a July 14th hearing has been called to determine how classified materials will be handled in the case. Prosecutors announced they are in fact seeking the death penalty in the University of Idaho killings. Brian Koberger stands accused of murdering four students who were found dead in an off-campus apartment in Moscow, Idaho last November. Prosecutors say Koberger's DNA was discovered on a knife sheath left at the scene. Lastly, Londa, a potential coup in Russia ends with no deaths on the ground. A Yevgeny Prigozhin-led march to the Russian capital by a band of battle-hardened troops armed with tanks and other high-powered weaponry has ended. In a deal reportedly brokered by Belarus, Prigozhin will receive asylum there, and President Vladimir Putin says troops involved will be forgiven. Prigozhin's now calling the short-lived rebellion a protest. That's what's happening. I can't wait to get into this. <laughs> Cannot wait. Tell me more. So for those of you that have followed our podcast and you know that it's business focused, trust that we will still have business information peppered into every podcast well, because that's, that's who we are, who we are and what we do. It's in our DNA, that's if right. you will. Yep. Um, we'll also have lots of other things. The mm-hmm. news, the news is in your DNA. That's Mental right. Mental health is in my DNA, you know, sure. all those yeah. kind of things. So it's all going to be here. Stick with us. So David. Yes, ma'am. You mentioned something about Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, he says, oh, this is an exoneration mm-hmm, mm-hmm. while opponent or is that the right word? Uh-huh. Opponents yep. of his say, oh, this might be the smoking gun we've been waiting for. Which is it? Why should I care? Make it make sense. Well, here's the deal. 
Trump is saying that the documents that he was discussing in that meeting were just a stack of press clippings and other things. Sure, because there's no video. It could be anything. And he says there was no one piece of paper. And the thing that he was, you know, ruffling around there was, you know, he his typical brand of hyperbole, he's saying is what he was employing in that conversation, which is why he's calling it an, an exoneration, because there is no smoking gun. He's not saying, let's turn to page. 422 of these documents that I secreted away from the White House. Right. What instead he's saying is, this was given to me by generals, <laughs> and this is you know stuff that we shouldn't know about. It's super secret. I can't make it, uh, I can't give it clearance now, though, because I'm no longer president. <laughs> right. Which is exactly the kind of language he uses regularly when he's being interviewed. And in this case, he was being interviewed by a biographer. Okay, but why do I care? Or do or do I? Should I? Should I not care? I don't really, for me personally, listen, and I'm not super political. Right. I just think he's he sounds crazy. He sounds crazy. He sounds to me like P.T. Barnum. And like he him or is, hate him. He is a promoter, and it sounds oh, to me like in every conversation he's ever had, he makes what he's doing seem bigger than it really is. In this case, it could hurt him because he's make it, making it seem in this conversation mm -hmm. like he's got some sensational information in front of him. Like the Wizard and the Wizard How of Oz. How likely is that, though? If we look at his entire record, he's kind of a braggart. He talks about okay. his accomplishments. He talks about the things he can do sure in every conversation with a media person right every single conversation we've ever heard him in he makes he states things to be larger than they are sure which is why i think he's calling this an exoneration because there isn't let's turn to page 44 of this briefing that i took out of the I white gotcha. house he's ruffling around papers saying this is huge you know what i mean right yeah. so okay so people get super uh uh, he's very polarizing. Absolutely. Right? So you, they either really love him or they really hate him, but everybody gets excited when he starts talking. That's right. Right? So should I give my time and energy to this bit of information? See what I'm saying? The answer will it, it directly affect my life? That's what I'm asking you. The answer is it for sure will not, however... Okay. Here's the problem. Mm -hmm. The Democratic Party is hoping that this indictment will be the undoing of Donald Trump. Okay. That is not the case. He has only gone up in the polls among Republicans since this started. His his dialogue that this is a witch hunt is very effective with his base. And it doesn't look good for the Democrats. If the Democrats were smart and Joe Biden wanted to put this to bed, mm -hmm. Joe Biden would make an announcement giving a blanket pardon to the former president. And that's the only way to fully disarm Trump's base. Really? Well, how else do you do it? We've been calling this guy a crook. I don't know. Well, let's look at what Trump did the night he was okay. elected president. They asked him as he was giving his victory speech, are you going to indict Hillary Clinton for okay, uh, yeah. the email gate and all that stuff right. and Benghazi and all the things on her server that went away? And his answer was, and, and frankly, his answer saved the economy. We were projecting opening down like 10,000 on the Dow okay. in late trading because Everybody priced in Hillary Clinton winning, and she didn't win. Uh, uh -huh, what uh -huh. Trump said Oops, was why the economy didn't 
drop dramatically the next morning. He said, of course not. It's hyperbole. We were running a race. We've now won. No, we're not going after her. That's what he said. And that's why we didn't have a huge sell-off the next morning on the market. Okay. If Biden did that, it would give him the same kind of juice. Okay, this is why this... This podcast is going to be very important in your life. Listen carefully. Because of what you just said, you you always have a way of helping me and others understand how it actually might affect my life because you just said it was good for business. Right. Right? It was good for my business. Right. Uh, and so I, I think that's that's super interesting. Like you, you do such a good job of kind of, de-escalating the hysteria sure. and connecting the logical dots so that it makes sense, right? So and, I appreciate that. And, you know, lot. the national media has, it's beneficial if it's uh, uh, exciting. It's beneficial to the media mm-hmm. if it's sensational, Okay, right? Yeah, like the Titan. Oh, absolutely like the Titan. Mm-hmm. And in reality, that was five people who died tragically doing extreme sports. Oh, just like people climbing a mountain who fall off the Himalayas. Bad news. Ooh, sorry. So, of course, what we're talking about is this story that has dominated the national and local news all week last week, all week, which was the Titan. What did they call it? Not a submarine. Submersible. Submersible. And the, you know, billionaires that went into it to see the Titanic. I don't, right. I don't want to get into a whole lot of details because y'all know because it was everywhere. Right. And we had a conversation about why is this everywhere, you know? Well, I think it's everywhere because everybody loves to root uh, for disaster. It's a fun thing to root for. It is. People talk about it, and then people make fun of them because the three of them were billionaires. You know, right. The guy who founded the company died. He was down there with the joystick leading the group. One employee was down there with him, and then three extreme tourists, and they were billionaires who had the 250000 bucks to spend to go right. down to look at the Titanic and come back up. The mistake they made was this submersible wasn't safety rated. Right. And the owner who perished in the in the accident mm-hmm. actually was on record saying, well, who cares? This is a risk. Oh, we yeah. risk our lives every single day. The only way to not risk our lives is to stay home. Yeah, he said some crazy things. You know what I mean? Yeah. The reason it was so sensational is because every single human alive past 1998 knows the Titanic story. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, because of the movie we that James the Cameron movie. directed. Sure. Um, and it's Jack and Rose. That's exactly right. There was totally room Draw on me that. like one of your French <laughs> girls. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and the big, you know, debate that there was... <laughs> was totally room on that piece of wood for jack that's exactly right she just totally let him die room. jack hold on jack hold on why didn't you just don't climb, climb up? up here though because you like, might capsize this thing no hell? stay there stay there it's fine I don't understand. hold on it's Honey, fine if i if i'm gonna tell you right now if we were in a horrible accident like the titanic uh-huh in the middle of the ocean and i was on you know a, a drifting piece of an of wreckage door. <laughs> I would help you on. Of course you would. I would help you on to that piece of wreckage. I would. Yeah. I wouldn't let you just 
freeze to death in the water while holding my hand. She had recent trauma because Billy Zane was a bad fiance. He was a bad, bad man. She didn't know what was going to happen with Jack. Maybe he'd backhand her and tell her to learn her place. Yeah, Taylor Swift would say that's some vigilante (laughs) shit right there. Um, Yeah, it did dominate the news, though, but I saw an interesting um, uh, clip of a... um, conversation, Mm -hmm. an interview Mm -hmm. that former President Barack Obama was giving. And he said something about the Titan getting all this press. And yet we had this, um, this boat full of migrants, a fishing boat with like 770 people on it, someplace else in the world. Right. right? That, um, that was in distress and people died and it went down and you know, all those kind of things. And it was getting no press at all. Why, why the difference in the press coverage? Can you make that make sense? Yes. And I, I can tell you this, we don't know what's going on over near Africa with uh, people and out migration there because it doesn't impact our borders. So our news media is not covering it because it's not a local story. You're Pretend you're sitting in Lafayette, Louisiana right now, and there's a head-on collision that kills three people um, at a major intersection, uh, intersection, right? Okay. That's a huge story. In Lafayette, Louisiana, it doesn't make the papers anywhere a hundred miles away or more. It's local news. And the Titanic off the coast of Canada, we all know the story that's nearby. But on the other side of the world, that's not local to us. Mm -hmm. Is the loss of life much greater? Absolutely. Yeah, 78 dead, hundreds still missing in this migrant boat that sunk off of the um, uh, coast of Greece. There you go. So it's not local to us. Boy, it's local news in Greece, though. I bet it's every single newscast in Greece. Okay. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Just like the, the five people in the Titan submersible was the lead story on every national newscast and every morning news TV show that you could find. So one theory is that the Titan submersible got more press because they were billionaires. There was money and the migrants were poor. And so there was no press given to them because they're poor. No, it's because it happened in our backyard, not over near Greece. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not a bunch of uh, Somali evacuees Mm -hmm. going down near Greece. It's five people off the coast of Canada, right by us. Right. And the and the connection to the Titanic, which every American is familiar with. And it's, and, and it's more exciting because there's a British philanthropist sure. billionaire on the thing. There's the uh, uh, father and son that live in Canada that are on the thing. Awful. I mean, it's, it's, it's much closer to us. Yeah. Those people looked like us right that makes it more relatable that's why they covered it it's easier it's low-hanging fruit if you're just talking about tragedy the uh boat with 700 people on it 70 known dead and hundreds more presumed missing uh is not sexy or relatable that's all that's it ah okay and and i got news for you no one's saying callous things about them like they chose to be there well, yeah, that was that was what I found shocking was in the 
the Titan um, submersible story, the memes and yeah. the things that came and the things that people said awful. I is awful to me because I I like to bring it back to you know we're all kind of the same because we're human right right yeah and so for the sake of humanity let's let's recognize the human in one another right and and I kind of come from that deep place of compassion and loving people and what, listen I'm the meanest nice person you're ever gonna know <laughs> so like I can flip a switch so don't don't make mistakes. Uh, any mistake on that but but like i just couldn't believe the things that people were saying yeah. like they deserved it because they were wealthy for one thing like what yeah the, the i whole, don't understand the whole language about eat the rich i don't get it i don't understand it yeah they're they're humans so. well especially if you're from the united states of america because even if you're the poorest of the poor in america you're rich to most of the world. A good point. If you're sitting on a street corner with a bottle of water holding a sign that says, we'll work for food, you got a bottle of water. Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. You know what I mean? You're not so wrong. So it's different than being poor elsewhere. If you feel compassion for the migrants on the fishing boat that's gone down off the coast of Greece... You have to, if you're a decent human, how also have compassion for, this is my opinion, for the five people in the submersible that went down. Yeah, the only... My opinion. The only difference... Because human, loss of human life. The only difference is geography and choices. Money gives you choices that no money does not give you. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Uh... And, I say it all the time. And and to give you some perspective, you and I might jump in our RV and drive 100 miles to be able to paddleboard in water. Okay. Well, if we died paddleboarding, mm -hmm. no one would make fun of us for dying paddleboarding because we're not spending $250,000 to go down to the bottom of the ocean floor. But I would say paddleboarding in rough water with bad weather is just as risky and just as tragic. Okay, I gotcha. And someone who doesn't have an RV and doesn't have paddle boards may think, well, they deserved it. Ah. Uh, mm -hmm. So I, it's just dumb. The, the appropriate response is be kind. If you're kind, you don't think bad thoughts about people. Truth. You think kind thoughts about people, right? Truth. Do I think it's a national tragedy? No, no, I don't. Do I think it's sad for their families? Absolutely. Thank God it's not one of my family members that was in that thing. Right. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's it I don't think it warranted the coverage it got, but I understand why it got it because it was relatable and close. Right. And sensational. Yeah, for sure. And we didn't have to do anything about it. Right. I we I didn't have to feel bad about not being involved. Right. If if you brought the the migrant story to my attention, I might have to actually feel bad about right. not being involved. And give some money to UNICEF. Or I don't something. have to give money to UNICEF for some billionaires in a in a tin can going down. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally get it. So yeah. a lot of it, um, uh, you know, you, you said something recently to me that I found interesting. And we were talking about the news coverage and the difference in news coverage about different stories and all that kind of thing. And, and uh, you said... Well, news people can be lazy. 
they can be lazy. They're going to grab that low hanging fruit and what's easy to report on. Absolutely. And I thought that was super interesting. You, you don't think of it that way though, because the normal person, like you're, you come from the news world. Right. So you think of it that way. Right. A normal person would never, that was a, like a scandalous thought to me that the media would be just, you know, taking the easy way out and giving you some, you know, some, some, sugary substitute for the healthy goodness you should be eating. You show me a local newscast in any city in America, and I will show you at least one press release that wasn't even rewritten on that newscast. Oh, oh, five, sure. You know what I mean? Yes, which I didn't know till this last year when we started doing our uh a traditional radio show right. in Lafayette, Louisiana, and we we you were doing these newscasts, and so we were consuming a lot of news, right? right? And shocking, yeah, shocking, yeah, to me. And that's why the words are all the same. You know, years and years ago. Oh, well, we, there's there's a big conspiracy theory around that too. Well, by there the way. there should be no conspiracy theory <laughs> because everybody subscribed to the Associated Press, so the headlines were the same because it came right off the Associated Press wire. It was one news story, and it wasn't rewritten. So there you go. That's you know? how you make that make sense. <laughs> President Clinton, you know, whatever. President Trump on tape. Right. That's right off the Associated Press wire, I'm sure. I gotcha. And so every newscast in the nation had that story this morning. Right. You know what I mean? And I've been shocked at how many uh, mistakes are made. That a 30-second Google search could find the correct answer to, which is why I love researching, uh, and and I don't know if you can really call it researching, but digging a little deeper sure. into things. And um, I love TikTok. Yeah. Because you want to talk about getting news and getting it quick, getting information. Right. Maybe news is the wrong right. word. Information, quickly, unedited, raw information. Places like TikTok are a great place to do it. That's true. You know? Uh, so anyway, I find that interesting. Circling back to being kind, mm-hmm. having some compassion, being kind, recognizing the humanity in people. It's Pride Month, David. That's true. And we had an interesting uh, conversation recently with someone who had really strong feelings about the whole conversation around Pride and the LGBTQIA2 plus S2 plus. Yeah, I don't know what's happening there. The Alphabet Mafia. And that that uh, group of people, which spurred an interesting conversation between us. Yeah. And we talked a lot about the splintering of society. Right. And I don't get it. I don't, I don't really get it. I don't get, um, and maybe you can help me make some sense of this. Okay. So, uh, I'm personally, you know, proud ally. We went down, we went to our local pride event because I think you should love people. Period. In yes. the story. On uh, whoever they want to love, love who you want to love. I don't care. Uh, again, doesn't affect my life, right? Whatever, and right. I think it's appropriate to be kind. So, uh, uh, and I get that not everybody feels that way. Here's the magic. I respect that you maybe don't feel the same way I do. You sure. still talk. Yeah. Anyway, but what I find interesting is when I talk with someone who says I don't want to be labeled, which is why I'm, for example, I had. A, I know someone who said to me, I don't want to be labeled, which is why I choose to be non-binary. Right. Okay. 
That's a label. That's a label. But it's a self-imposed label. So you do want to be labeled if you're if you're choosing to label yourself. You I do want to be labeled. This is what I don't understand. And even me, who you know, I try to be uh, sensitive to the cause and and the group. And but even I get tripped up on the LGBTQIA two plus. See what I'm like. I'm trying to be sensitive to it by saying all the things, he, but there's so many things. And to me, it's splintering. Right. It's so much labeling. It's it's ridiculous. I heard an apology this weekend by someone who uh, was a black gay activist who was denounced by uh, other black gay activists because he labeled himself wrong in their eyes. And that to me is right. nutty, nutty, cuckoo. Right. Here's the deal. I think we should stop labeling everyone and start calling ourselves humans. Okay. We are all people, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Who, who you want to make out with is none of my business unless I'm on that list. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying though? Take him off your list. people. It, 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 it doesn't make any sense to me at all. Right. And, and I'll give you an example. There's this lovely person in Richland, Washington, working at the target there. And this person has a, uh, uh, a button. pin, a button or a pin on his or her vest there. that says, ask me how I identify. Mm-hmm. To me, I want you to identify as my checker. Bring me up, please. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to invest in you as an individual person. I'm doing a transaction. Let's be expedient. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? So Now, I, yeah. this person... Lovely, friendly, smiley, none of my business how this person wants to be identified. I want to be identified as the greatest broadcaster and best lender of all time. That's up to me to teach you that, by the way. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't just get to wear that badge. I have to show you and earn your trust. Interesting. That's how I understand it. So it's hard for me to wrap my head around Mm -hmm. why people are labeling themselves and others. Mm -hmm. I just don't get it. And I frankly don't care um, how you personally see yourself unless you see yourself poorly. Then I want to talk to you about that and help you feel better about who you are. You're the kindest human I ever met. Any other conversation to me is extraneous. It doesn't make sense. I don't care who you want to hug and kiss. I don't care who you want to lay down with or as. I just care that you're having a good experience. Let's do that. Let's have a nice time on this planet together. Absolutely. And all of the splintering and naming of groups, it is hard to follow. Right. When I heard heard the term two-spirit, what? Right. that is uh, uh, an indigenous person mm-hmm. who identifies as non-binary. I think. I think that's what that is. There's, there's, ba- it's because there's two an, spirits a, there. A genderless, right? Group of not people. all non-binary people are <laughs> two spirit. Only right. indigenous non-binary people are two spirit. Right. I, I don't understand. So it is a huge conversation, and and the way that we make it make sense is. Is that a human 
then I will be kind to them and try to improve their experience on this planet if I can. And it doesn't matter who you are or what you look like. It really doesn't. It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor. If you're a person in front of me, I want to look at you with the same amount of interest that I looked at the person who came before you. That's just the way I'm built. Love that. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. And if I'm running through a store, let's not have a conversation about how you feel. Let's have a conversation about the transaction. (laughs) I had someone one time that said to me, how can you do business with one of those people? And it doesn't matter who those people were. It was whatever uh, splinter of society they didn't like, whoever I was talking. How can you do business with those people? And I said, well, because there's money involved. Right. And if I can get some of anybody's money into my personal economy so that I have more choices in my life, then I'm for that. Well, it, 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 the, the prayer of Jabez, I've been talking about it for years, the prosperity pl- prayer that is being taught at um, evangelical churches Every all around. Every major religion has one. Let me tell you this. They're not saying, uh, Lord, please expand my territory so I can help more people, but not them. I don't want to help those people. You make a good point. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, now, listen. Before we get too far through this, I have something really fun and exciting to share. So if you have stuck with us this long, I really appreciate that you're still here because it's (laughs) kind of different. We're finding our our feet as we go forward in this new format. So thank you for still being here. Now, here's what's exciting. Okay. Now through July 15th of 2023, you have a chance to win a getaway to Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Austin's on the air and the session with Londa and David in partnership with Wyndham Destinations invite you to get away this year to beautiful, balmy Las Vegas. Kill it on the strip. You can party the night away at the casino, take in a show, walk the strip, visit historic Fremont or Just relax and recharge by the pool. (laughs) Where you spend your time is on you, and where you sleep, if you sleep, is on us. So how do you get this chance? There are three easy steps. Are you ready? You go to Facebook, and you find Austin's on the air. Austin's on the air on Facebook. (laughs) Step one, give that page a follow. Like and follow. Step two, tag Three people under the Vegas getaway post. Three people need to be tagged. Step three, share that post. I like it. You'll get one (laughs) entry for each completed step, and a winner will be drawn from the entries on July 15th, 2023. Some restrictions apply. Are the dates already set for the trip? They're not. We get to work together With the winner to figure out exactly what dates. Okay, I like that. Mm -hmm. That's a cool deal, isn't that cool? Yeah. Yes, and we've got we've got some tricks up our sleeve as we go forward. This runs till July fifteenth. On July fifteenth, we've got a new uh, uh, fun giveaway that we're going to be doing. And so, uh, if you if your business wants to partner with us, then then reach out. The information's there on our Facebook page. I like it. It's really, really fun. I I love giving people the opportunity to win, especially something like that. If it were me, I would try to go during the winter. Oh, I got you. Vegas is warm. Yeah. Right? Right. We went to Vegas for our honeymoon. Awesome, but hot. So much fun. Yes. 
So much fun. We went in September. I don't know if you're aware. We got married on September 11th we of 2019. Sure yes, we did. I enjoyed the inside stuff the most. What am I going to do with you? Well, the inside Why? stuff has air conditioning. I like that the most. Oh. <laughs> what did you think I was saying? <laughs> what everyone else listening to this thought you were saying. That's what I thought you were saying. If if you go and you do want to go to a show, I do have to recommend Absinthe. That's a great show. Phenomenal show. So. And it's one best show on the strip a couple of times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how many times now. But anyway, uh, I wanted to get that in before we uh, get, you know, before the end of the show. So that's so the Austin's on the air and the session with Londa and David are giving away. Uh, in partnership with Wyndham Four day, three night stay. Right? Just to get away. Oh, I gotcha. I, I think it's yet to be determined. I gotcha. I gotcha. A stay in Las Vegas. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I love it. Should be fun. We hope that you enjoy that and, and enjoy the little little uh, uh, giveaways and specials that we have for you going forward. Uh, however, for today, yes. do you have anything else that's super important you think that we should know that you really, really want to talk about that's pertinent today? Well, Very the, timely, you the, know? You know, the Supreme Court's wrapping up their latest session a lot of things are being decided on you know they're deciding on uh states and their ability to redistrict their 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 legislative maps um, yeah terribly why boring. do i care uh, you don't okay if, if you were in that state and you wanted more power that would be a big story to you because then you might be able to have the opportunity to add another district in your state okay in louisiana for example they're going to have a second black minority district in the state okay that so, seems important yeah, i don't know yeah for whomever's gonna be running in that district that's very important okay that's, what else are they deciding on well they're talking about um affirmative action a couple of universities are being sued over their affirmative action policies and Ooh. let me tell you if you don't like institutional racism you gotta hate affirmative action because that is exactly what it creates Damn. Right? To say you have to take this many people of this color or this nationality is creating institutional racism. You don't get the best of the best. You get the best of a class that is chosen, you know? Mm. There could be some kid from China who's got the highest math scores, but if their quota's full, they're going to a different kid. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I'm... I'm being playfully uh, general with, you know, I saying he's a kid who's got good math scores. Oh, you're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Save your emails. Right. Uh, it, you know, it's a podcast. You get to say what you want to say. Well, what I want to say is I don't know what's going to happen. And by the time you hear this, it may have already been decided. Okay. What I think is if you are anti institutional racism you can't agree with affirmative action cannot right. i see what you're saying that's what i'm saying okay all right i appreciate that appreciate your perspective yeah so i think that for me today's uh podcast kind of boils down to be a good human yeah uh be a a, a decent human on the face of the planet mm-hmm and, uh, you know, make make the world a little bit better or make your world a little bit better. And um, when you bring perspective to some of these stories, it really helps me to not be so wound up about them. Yeah. And, you know, and I can tell you this, if you 
always believe that everyone you encounter is an opportunity to have a new friend, it's really easy to not be a jerk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's well, and really for, easy. Okay, I would need to shift that a little bit. I don't want new friends necessarily. Uh, that seems like work to me. But the opportunity for a pleasant encounter. How's that? Uh, I, Everybody I meet is an opportunity for a pleasant encounter. Yeah, I a, don't. I a, don't. A glitter moment, if yeah, you will. I don't see friends as work. That's that's where right. we're different, and yeah. that's why I cannot talk to somebody for twenty years, run into them at a flea market, and feel like I'm. Yeah, it's at like a class reunion. It's like no time has passed at all. That's why people, but people hold on to you and they don't really hold on to me, I guess, because I don't necessarily hold on to people. I'm like, I kind of view it as like they're passing through for right now. I don't know if they're going to stick around or not. Oh, you know what? It's the abandonment issues. Uh, it just occurred to me. Oh, well, yeah. And I, I, Thanks, don't, Dad. I don't feel any differently about someone I saw yesterday or someone I saw 10 years ago. If, if they are someone. What was it like to be loved as a child, if, if, David? If they are someone that I have fond thoughts of, I have fond thoughts of them. Right. The end. Right. That's it. Yeah. You know, they don't have to be today fond. They could be 30 years ago fond. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Okay. What's happening in the markets? Well, I, which markets are we referring to? Are we talking about the stock market? Are we talking about uh, the real estate market? Are we talking about mortgage-backed securities? Because it's kind of all in flux. I read an article today that for the first time in 11 years, home values have posted negative projections for the first time in 11 years across the nation. Interesting. I think it's a small thing, and it has to do with people are not buying. Sure. Houses aren't actually losing value, but high interest rates are scaring recreational buyers out of the market. And here's what I mean by that. If you own a house Mm -hmm. and you have a 3% interest rate because you refinanced (laughs) two years ago before the market went sideways, you're less likely to see a house that's $200,000 more than your house and say, well, that's a practical purchase because your interest rate is going to be closer to seven. Right. So the fun buyer, the person buying for giggles. Yeah. They're out of the market. Houses aren't going down in value. Houses are a little bit harder to sell because the recreational buyer is like, mm, I don't, I, I, I maybe I'll don't just wait. So. Yeah. Unlike when COVID happened and people had to stay home and they realized I don't have an acceptable home office and I've always wanted a pool. Interest rates were three and a quarter then. People bought right. houses recreationally. Right. And if they bought the house before at a 6% interest rate, it made a perfect amount of sense to do because even spending $100,000 more, you had a smaller payment. Right. That is not the case today. So that's what that story is about, really. Okay. It is the time, though, to have a pool. I can tell you that because it's hot. It is the time to have a pool. Hot, hot, all across the nation, especially in the southern states. We're dying. And if you're looking for a house with a pool (laughs) and a grip of land, call Londa today. I got a good line on one. (laughs) I got a real good line on one. We're not quite ready to make that any announcement, but... But uh, we're getting close. So anyway, you know what? Thanks for being here today. Stay tuned for more. Don't go anywhere. We'll be here again next week. And you know what? You could reach out to us and tell us what you want to hear about and and what you want uh, help 
you know, with making make sense. If there's a news story that you yep. want to hear and have us cover, send an email to David at SherwoodAustin.com. That's David at SherwoodAustin.com. And if there's something happening in the world, like you saw the most hilarious TikTok video ever, email Londa at SherwoodAustin.com. We'll take a look at it and make sure we get Don't it on the email me. Week. My phone number's on the on the Austin's <laughs> on the air site. Facebook page. You can send it to my phone. This has been another edition of The Session with Londa and David, and we are the Austins on the air. I'm David Austin. I'm Londa Sherwood Austin. And we'll see you again next week.